welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. And apparently we've got the, the Smithies and the... Uh, the Gregulators. The Gregulators are listening tonight. Uh, so we're uh, going to kick off with Landlord Stories. Uh, we're going to talk about the fact that we got a real bona fide fan email. We're going to have a, just a tip about heat and ice. We're going to talk about the human diet and some science questions. And then finally, uh, a bit on Himalayan salt. Landlording. Landlord as a verb. Landlording. Landlording. Okay, yes. So being a landlord, because I've been a landlord now for um, approximately 17 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Had some help with my brother in the beginning, but then I've had to be a landlord. Um, Being a landlord is either the easiest job in the world, because people literally every month give you money for doing nothing, and it's amazing. What's the most horrible job in the world? Yeah, it can really run the gamut. Um, I have been um, blessed with some amazing tenants here. And the ones you have now, I I understand. The ones tenants I have now are absolutely fantastic people. Uh, I am very, very lucky uh, to have these people with me. And it's important to keep your tenants happy when they're good and not raise their rent constantly. And, and, you know, it's it's an asset. It, It makes your life so much easier. But I've had some other tenants. This room we're in right now, okay, was the dreaded third floor of my building. The dreaded third floor. Everyone who lived in this third floor apartment, this used to be apartments in here, this little yeah. tiny space, okay, yep. has been batshit crazy. Okay. I have, wow. I don't know whether the place makes you crazy or whether crazy people just enjoy living. This is a, did you ever read Dreams in the Witch House by H.P. Yes. Lovecraft? Okay. Yeah. This is the, this, look at the geometry. I know. Here, okay. It, 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 it is, not, strange, it's strange. weird angles. Weird and, angles. You know, so, so there's obviously some kind of madness vortex that lives up here. So, so we had, um, we had a couple of, uh, of of interesting people that lived up here. It turned out uh, much later that one of them was an alcoholic, uh, and I actually received a letter from them from AA where, where they they you know make amends for all the things they did wrong. And so I got this letter about how sorry they were to have been smoking in my apartment and all this kind of stuff. And they were with this other individual who was very very odd. They had a dog. It was a Labrador, and all it did was choke. It was, it, it, all, it was this choking dog. It was like, ah, ah, ah. and they would always have it on like a lead and it was like ah, ah, strangling itself, you know? So one day, um, one of them came up to me and, and I'm trying to not use genders here cause I don't want anyone to know who this could possibly have been, but they're like, we're divorcing. My dog dad died last night and I'm leaving. Goodbye. And I'm like, Wow, your life just kind of imploded, you know. So, 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 you know, I went up here, <laughs> went up here, right? You know, to kind of, you have to, you know, when you're a landlord, you have to do a final check to see what's going on. Yeah. And there's like these weird nude pictures, like up on the walls, and like the whole place reeked of smoke. I mean, they just must have Whoa. chain smoked in it. It took me all this, this, uh, this money to try to get. So, so, this is a recurring thing. I had to spend all this money to get the place rentable again. So, anyway, so they, they go off, okay? Let me get this guy, okay? I, I really have no qualms about even, I won't say his name, but I just, this guy, I to this day, he was a graduate student at RISD for graphic design. Okay, seems like a nice guy, right? Kind of a hipster, very mm-hmm. much a hipster. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. This guy had mental problems, all right? He once ran a party that caused five calls to the police Okay, and, and I didn't know what was going on. I remember I was downstairs saying, oh, it's party night. Well, it's going to be loud. And I start seeing they're bringing speakers up the stairs to set up 
in here. Okay, there must have been a hundred people in this space. Oh my God! Okay, this, now this space the, is going to be this, this space be, is this this floor is maybe twenty two feet wide by I don't know 40, 40 maybe? 45, 40 feet long, and then it's divided up into. Uh, you know, uh, you've yeah, changed it, it now, but it was divided up to bedrooms it, it and was, kitchens and bathrooms. Uh, there, so it's a small. It's a, like there a was one a mo- floor of a small house. There was a mosh pit. I mean, oh I, I don't God. know. You know <laughs> no, they they trampled my marigolds. They destroyed the entire place. It was <laughs> they just, they, they tra- and the other weird thing is they actually replanted them. The oh, that's thing. nice. Yeah, it was nice. I'm like, but you know, you could have just not trashed the place in the first place, yeah. and that would have been better. So anyway, this guy, right? So I'd be trying to find him for rent. He would disappear for weeks on end, and a friend of his would call me. He's like, oh, he's in the hospital for a kidney problem. I'm like, what? So so something I realized: this guy has manic depression. Oh, He's yeah. in Butler, right? This guy goes freaking crackers, okay? Uh, and, you know, so I come up here one day because his bathroom was broken. He didn't have hot water. So I'm like, oh, I better fix this because I'm a nice landlord, right? Come up here. You couldn't walk. There was so much crap, clothing, debris, garbage, you know, just lying on the ground. You had to try to pick your way through it. And the guy I brought up there, he's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah. And so, you know, so we fixed his water. So finally, one day, I I see there's this moving van outside. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, he goes, no, I'm just moving some stuff to my apartment up in wherever. I'm like, my, or my dad's house, I think he's house. I'm like, oh, okay. Sends me this text. He's like, yeah, I, I moved out. Um, just keep my security deposit as the last month's rent. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I better find out what's going on up here. I come up here. There are broken windows. The floors, there was a tile floor, which had never been cleaned ever the entire time. I mean, it was black and white tile. It was mostly black and dark gray tile. There was rotting garbage in several areas. He left everything in the fridge to spoil. Okay. The toilet was black. It was, he just never cleaned it. Okay. And there were flies. There were vermin. Okay. And to top it all off, Greg... As the cherry on this cake, on the floor was a dead bird. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? Is it and dead? I just went, oh, he caked. You know, I, I, it took me $1,000 just to get the place clean. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And, but I have to say, that his, I, I've heard some landlord stories. This is bad. But there are some oh, there's, crazy oh, there's worse, landlords. There's, there's but worse so, so that's terrible, though. So, so now you're lucky you have the the, the tenants you have now. The, the tenants, and, and, but it's and, a crapshoot, man. The guy you got, you're you're, you're a great tenants downstairs. Year, a couple of years from now, they move out for whatever reason. Well, you know, it's, and you're it's, back to square one. You are back to square one now. I've been lucky because the guy downstairs, I'm not going to name names, but he, he's a great guy. In fact, it was really kind of sad. He had a horrible. His life kind of imploded, and he he no no no. I'm not don't worry. I'm not I'm not going to say anything specific but uh, it was interesting because he had moved away and then he called me he was like I gotta live there again I'm like what he goes I was so happy there I want to come back and live here again I'm like you made him right. happy I made him happy and he, that's, yeah. you know, so, anyway, he's been really good about finding people so so all I'm going to say about landlording is God willing it's free money every month no dead birds so Greg you just told me we got an email we did get an email we finally we got an email we got an email it was a, it's very verbose it's pretty cool, though. It is pretty cool. Um, we so can say who it's from, right? We can say... It's yeah, from Harry Thompson. It's from Harry Thompson. My, my game master for Pathfinder. The, and an all-around awesome Thompson. guy. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not sure we're going to read the whole thing here, but there was a couple of things here that, uh, you know, talking about... He's commenting on the uh, 
the the uh, what does he have here? Object. Where is it? Well, he was so Harry was talking about finding a specific Emotion, word. feeling feeling bad for an object. Right for feeling bad for inanimate objects, which are right. not fulfilling their purpose. Right. Okay. So so you know you might have heard that as like you know machine empathy. Right. You know uh, or something like that. But he's he's thinking of I believe he was liking the idea of a German word that might uh, might work for that. Right. And I'm going to give you this here. You can pronounce that because you've got you've got your your German. Let's see here. We've got uh, Objektgefunkheit, object emotionness. Yes, which is it, that's that's a Harry Thompson original. Do you, do you remember that, like uh, was it uh, Farfignugan or something? Farfignugan is yeah, you know. So there <laughs> yeah. you go. You know, so so but uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, German of course lends itself very nicely to these strung together words. Okay, uh, so you know you put like two words together like Krankheit means time of illness. You know, I, you know the, so you, you know do these kinds of things. Uh, one of my personal favorite German compound words is Bauchspeicheldrüse, which means literally belly spit gland. I, I'm just so you know, as soon as I I didn't know what what it meant, but as soon as you said that word. I frowned. Yeah, exactly. It causes consternation. I, 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 it's, it's I just instantly, I instantly frowned. It's a discouraging word. It's discouraging. Remember, where <laughs> nowhere is heard a discouraging word. Any German can be used <laughs> to discourage someone. But um, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, you know, Harry Harry, uh, uh, Harry uh, raised a point. Uh, he said that uh, we we are English speakers and that English is the the mugger of all languages. Well, I'll get to quote. He says that. It's, he says that, uh, uh, you know, what's the point of saying that's not a real word when, in fact, language is essentially made up and agreed upon by the majority? Uh, and then he says, we, but we speak English, the giant, all-consuming bastard of languages that mugs other languages in back alleys and rifles through their pockets for spare bits of grammar. It's true. It's true. It leaves, it's left French, Latin, and German twitching and bleeding in an alley. <laughs> and then he goes on to say my, my favorite, he signs off, anywho, I could go on and on. But we have a smithy meeting. That's what we call... Oh, I'm sorry. We have a smithy meeting. That's what we Tyler fans call ourselves in direct opposition to Greg fans, a.k.a. the Gregulators. The Greg... Uh, so he has to chair a smithy meeting. Yeah. The, um, you know, the, 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 you know the, the fandom for Pretend to Imagine... Is, is interesting. It's small, but it's small, but, but loyal. very intense. Fierce. It's very, it's a very small, very but intense. fierce, fierce. Intense. Yes. Yeah. It's it's absolutely. You know. Have you? I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, just the other day, I was walking out there street, and there was a guy wearing a black t shirt, right, and on it was just the tip. <laughs> Yeah, but I think he's maybe referencing I, I, something else. I think else. he's referencing, he's referencing our referencing, podast. No, don't he's you think? Referencing you, you think else. it's something else? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought know. you were going to say that. Your face was on was he, on his T-shirt. No, it just said just a tip. Just it didn't tip. have yeah. So you don't think he's a smithy? No, I don't. Uh, he's a smithy. But do you, are we going to do? Uh, do we have just a tip uh, for this? We week? do have just a tip for we this week. We do have just yep, a tip. Yep, okay. just a, are you are you prepared? I, I can be sure. Would go, like to, go, well, man, go. Okay, so another just a tip with friendly Doctor Smith, who's getting friendlier at work. I, I, will, I will let you know. No, really, I, I'm. Are really you getting start, friendlier? Yeah, I'm starting to really kind of like find my stride. I'm, I'm being friendly. I'm okay, being, so where did you just a tip? But I'm, yeah. I want to explore this a little bit. So your 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 bedside manner is improving. Your enjoyment I, of your job. I would say or my just enjoyment general? of my job and just I'm just you know I've always been professional. I'm a very professional person and I'm I'm friendly. Yeah. You're dying inside. I, I'm, I'm dying I'm, inside. I'm, but outside. I, when I, the outside looks, yeah. Okay. So, so, so I think what it was is that I, I think I was rushing. I was trying to get people in and out too quickly, and I've just taken it down just one notch. Not to be lazy or slow, but just take it down a notch. Enjoy the interaction. Be a little more, maybe 
share a little anecdote here and there, mm-hmm. smile, you know. I end every uh, I end every uh, uh, a patient encounter with saying... By blowing uh, a clown horn? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I ended by saying, you know, do you have any questions or, com- you know, uh, concerns, you know, that kind of thing. And it's been, it's been good. It's been a, a better time at work. So anyway, getting back, getting back to the tip, people ask me on a regular basis, what about ice and heat? They say, what do I do? With ice, and what do I do with heat? I love the way you frame these did, questions. Did they, people come up to me on the street and say, they, they do. They okay, go, so, what about ice and heat? What about, what about ice so, and heat? So people ask me, I've hurt myself, you know, should I use, when do I use ice and when do I use heat? All right, so this is apocryphal, okay, because when it all comes down to it, do whatever feels good, okay, just for God's sakes, whatever feels good, just, okay. just do that. But in theory, after you've injured yourself, so you have an ankle sprain or a finger sprain or wrist sprain, or whatever, um, ice, decreases swelling, and in addition, slows down the influx of inflammatory mediators into the damaged area, okay? So it decreases circulation. So it decreases, deliberately decreases circulation and to, to, sh- to okay. shrink it, prevent a lot of these inflammatory cells from getting in, and, and it helps, it makes it feel better, there's an anesthetic effect to it, and that's when you want to use ice, right after you hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, days later, um, your knee is killing you or your back is killing you, more, more muscular spastic types of things. You get to back spasm, neck spasm, et cetera. At that point, ice is no longer going to help you. Okay. In fact, what you want to do is use heat because what you want to do is increase the blood flow, uh, which is heat will increase blood flow, to wash out the, the inflammatory mod- mediators and, and, and uh, you know, decrease the spasm. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize a spasm muscle is actually kind of an interesting, uh, it's, it's an interesting problem because uh, what's happening is when the muscle goes into spasm, it can't relax enough to let blood into itself. It's literally the blood flow is having trouble getting inside this muscle. And oh. that results in this agonal, miserable pain. This muscle is like, it's anoxic. It's almost like it's having a little muscle heart attack uh, because the blood isn't actually getting in there. So um, by using heat, it causes that muscle to relax, dilates the blood vessels, and starts flushing that that poison out of it. Um, so um, so let, me, let me ask you a question. When you add uh, ice, right, yep. what is it you're preventing what from entering so there? You, in so there? you're decreasing swelling, okay? Right. So obviously, you know, but what? But the reason why you're decreasing swelling is you're preventing a lot of uh, fluid and inflammatory modulators from getting into the area. Okay, so that to me, that's your body's natural response to help. It's your body trying to be helpful, right? You're so what is it that trying you're doing? Trying is the, the operative word. Right, yep. so you're trying to prevent... That natural response, or seems odd to, to me, to 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 moderate it. To moderate yeah. it. The problem with the inflammatory system in the human body, and uh, as you know, we have a friend who's badly afflicted with an overactive immune system with an overactive uh, inflammatory response, is that it tends to go overboard. Uh, yeah. It tends to cause a lot of damage and a lot of pain that is really not necessary uh, for what it's trying to do. And certainly there are people with bad immune systems too, which it's even worse. But what happens is a lot of the the things that uh, that happen uh, aren't really necessary. Okay, uh, so so you know controlling that. I mean, why do you think that there's a multi-billion-dollar industry for for anti-inflammatory medications? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know things like Motrin and Advil and ibuprofen. All, well, actually, Motrin is ibuprofen. But the idea is that all these these medicines are, t- are trying to knock down and decrease increase that overactive inflammatory response. In fact, it's actually been uh, shown now that inflammatory processes, and these could be problems like carotid uh, artery 
uh, sorry, not coronary, um, hardening of the arteries, atherosclerosis, okay, uh, bad dentition, um, you know, uh, inflammation from the, the teeth, inflammation from ulcers, inflammation from this, inflammation that arthritis, et cetera. They actually cause heart attacks and strokes, okay? It's yeah, like literally yeah. killing you, okay? Yeah. And so the inflammatory response, well, so does that include like chronic back pain or is it like to an degree, inflame in to, that, to, yeah, anything, or, or, or um, uh, arthritis or yeah, arthritis like is an example. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the worst is inflammation, just inflammation, just, and the worst, of course, being things like the actual, um, the actual. Um, uh, rheumatic diseases, things like rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and uh, Sjogren's syndrome and scleroderma and all these terrible, awful things where you're literally just eating your own body's tissues, your immune system is destroying everything. Yuck. So, um, but getting back to you know more prosaic stuff, um, one thing I I do tell people um, this will wrap this segment up. Um, more is not better. Okay, people think that the hotter something is the oh, better yeah. it's going to work. People think the colder something is. That is not true, okay? I once had the misfortune of seeing a young lad who sprained his ankle. That was no longer his problem. This kid put ice directly on his ankle for six hours straight, and the flesh sloughed right off. It was He had just completely ah, disintegrated it. I, it was like a third-degree burn. I've never seen anything like this from, from – it just it destroyed it. So he was he ended up in a wound care clinic. It was a bad thing. So I always tell people – Not recommended. You, if you get not recommended. If, you put, if you're going to use ice, there's a towel between you and the ice. Okay. Same thing with, with people with uh, heating pads. I've seen – I saw a, an elderly lady with a second-degree burn. That's the blistering burn, exactly the size and shape of a heating pad. She, she fell asleep on her heating pad on high and it burned her skin. So the lowest strength heating pad, towel between you and the ice. Don't do it for more than tops 10, 15 minutes and then give yourself a break. Okay. So um, otherwise flesh. Flesh will slough. Slough off Sloughing your body. Flesh. Yeah. It's Which t- is not, no good it's, for anyone. It's a horror show. Yeah. So anyway. So be careful oh, out there, folks. Everything in moderation. Why is it that animals, particularly yeah. like a pet, yeah. can survive on a single source of food, never changing it forever, ever, ever, and ever, and humans require a, this wide variety of uh, this huge, wide diet? Well, I mean, so first of all, you have to understand that um, most pet foods are fortified, Okay, so they're not... Uh, well, I mean, even that, if you're a, a, a you know. cat, you're eating... You're not eating vegetables and, and oh, breads and be- yeah. meat and, yeah. and you know, you're getting your, your fatty acids and you're getting your this and your that. Yeah. You're eating, like, birds. Or you're, eat, you're eating, okay. like, you okay. know... You're, right. so, so why so, is it that animals can survive on a really much narrower okay. diet right. and humans seem to require seem to a require, much more varied okay, diet? Right. Well, um, so most predators, okay... Um, get what they need from, you know, um, pretty much they get all that they need from, from animals. They extract whatever they need, like the vitamins out of the liver. Uh, you know, they, they get all the, you know, in other words, you, you don't need to worry about your protein requirements if you're actually eating a living thing because it's got all the possible proteins you might need. You know, it's got things like heme iron. It's got uh, the B12 in the, in the liver. You know, all that kind of stuff is is going to be sort of be is ready eating, made for Is them. the fact that they're eating the entire... Yeah, or, or they're, they're eating all the so organs. More, they're, they're eating all yeah. the organs. Yeah. Yeah. So, Whereas so we're really eating like we mu- the eat choice muscle. cuts in the yeah, muscle. We, 
so, like so, that, yeah. so they devour the entire thing. And so basically, you know, you get like an antelope or a rabbit or whatever, all the vitamins and cofactors and everything that's that's uh, in that animal to make it go, the dog or cat gets, okay? You know, sort of, you know, uh, it's a full thing. Mm-hmm. Humans are too choosy. That's our problem. We deliberately don't eat all the stuff we need to keep us healthy. Um, that's just not how our diet works. You know, we don't we don't do that. Now, again... Pri- so Primitive Man, what was he, what was okay, he doing? Okay, so Primitive Man... In my, for my readings back when I studied anthropology. By the way, this is sort of like a, a stump Tyler. This is, he, yeah. he didn't agree to answer no, this question. No, I, I, I'm just talking. He, I, yeah, I, yeah. I asked him a question, at least out of the, I, I shot it to him right at the beginning of this this section, and he's going and for I'm, it. I'm going so this for is, it. I'm going so for he's it. not, he is not an expert on, on uh, our, I am not. You know, anthropology. I'm not an expert any, on really anything any, except, any, yeah. particularly Doctor. not medicine. Not particularly medicine. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, so the primitive diet. So humans were hunter gatherers, but perhaps more aptly scavenger gatherers. Okay, yeah. humans ate whatever they could find. Okay, if there was like a kill that was rotting away, they would scrape off whatever they could, chase away the vultures, and eat whatever bits and pieces are. Um, uh, there are anything's fair game with with primitive humans. Uh, grubs. Uh, insects, mm. um, roots, berries, nuts, uh, you know, vegetables, tubers, you know, all these kinds of things. Basically, you ate whatever you could find. I mean, it just, you know, it, humans didn't eat a pure meat diet that you couldn't. It was impossible. You could never get that many kills to actually sustain yourself. You had to do gathering. Um, so, you know, if you take like the Western Desert, desert Aborigines, they eat witchy grubs, which these grubs, these big, fat, white grubs. Stop. And they dig them up. Stop. And they pop them around and they, they pop like oh. grapes. And my old professor, uh, oh. Dr. Gould, Dick Gould, was down there studying them and he uh, ate a witch grub. And I was like, well, Dr. Gould, what did it taste like? Well, you know, it really wasn't that bad. It kind of tasted like uh, milk and almonds. <laughs> Maybe walnuts. I'm like, no. I'm like, ah, you know, chugging, no. chugging witchy grubs. But, but anyway, so, so yeah, no, the human diet is, is kind of weird. Um, humans are omnivores, okay? We, we are really meant to eat a broad selection of things. The movie What the Health Notwithstanding. Um, have you heard of What the Health? No. Uh, I won't get into it. It's, it's, it's a... Uh, it's a, a documentary about the fact that humans should not be eating meats. So, which, which again, I, I think in so many situations, um, you can always overstate your point. I, so, I heard that. I know yeah. now that you mentioned. Yeah, it, I you have might have heard, heard it. it. Yeah, and I think it was. Yeah. It was like, hey, this. This, this document has got a giant agenda. It had it had a not being particularly every, every, fair. Every doctor in it had written a book. If you yeah, know what I mean. yeah, you know, yeah. So, but anyway, no, you know, humans clearly eat too much meat. There's no question on that. So, anyway, getting back to it. so the human body um, likes to get certain things uh, from its food. Uh, so a lot of people ask me with vegetarianism. You know, well, is vegetarianism bad? The answer is no. It's not bad. Um, you just have to understand, though, that there's just a, a couple of issues. Um, the only thing humans really can't make is B12. Our bodies are incapable of actually form, forming B12. We have to get it from external sources. And where do we get B12? Um, like, I know, I know where, I, where I can get a healthy source of potatoes. Yeah. Right? From, from, from potatoes. From French fries. Yeah, from French fries. Exactly. Uh, but where do I get a healthy source of uh, uh, B12? B12, meat. Oh, meat. Com- meat. Comes, comes from meat. Now, meat. you can, of course, take B12 vitamins. That's fine. That, that's, yeah. that's well, it. what do you do and if you're a vegetalarian and you're not taking vitamins? Well, if you... So you have... So let's say you eat meat for a while, right? Uh, you grow up eating meat. And then you decide to become a vegetarian. So you're looking at about 10 years before your B12 stores are finally exhausted if you don't really? take any... Oh, yeah. You've got a long time before it runs out. So you've got a long time before so it runs is, out. So you may not 
feel the effects of no. of of being the the B12 portion of being a vegetarian right. until 10 years into being a, Correct. a, a, a vegetarian? Correct. Exactly. Wow. So it could be a really long time. So what happens is if you don't get any B12, you end up with a condition called pernicious anemia uh, where um, you start having difficulty forming red blood cells. Uh, and um, you can actually... Um, uh, you can actually end up uh, with uh, jaundice and uh, anemia and all sorts. And also, uh, you can um, uh, end up with some trouble with um, uh, your nervous system. Usually, that's counteracted though in vegetarians because they get a lot of folate. They they get folate in green leafy vegetables. Right. So anyway, so the idea is that again, not a big deal. You can get B twelve shots. You can take B twelve pills. It's not a problem. But if you don't want to do but, that naturally, it, yes. What do you do? Well, you. You, you get anemia. <laughs> You're gonna do something. What, about what, it. So, what, yeah. what about cultures where they're a vegetarian culture? Are they are they just those people don't have this problem, or they, or they, they, yeah, they figure out a way to get their B12 they, in other, like in India or other yeah, other, they, other they, countries they they and other cultures where they're vegetarians? Yeah, they, they've got to they've got to be getting some amounts of it from something, you know. But I mean, that's my understanding is that you don't. Uh, I I don't know whether you can get B12 in milk, dairy. I think you might be able to. Um, eggs probably have B12 in them. You oh, know, so, so they're, vegan. They're, so vegan would be ve right vegan out. Would be, vegetarian you know, might be able to make it yeah, work. Yeah, vegetarian, I think, you know, certainly certainly uh, if you can eat other things. So that's, um, again, that's, as I understand it, I am not, you know, an expert on, you know, dietary things. But my understanding is that's that's largely why we need meat is basically for that uh, more than anything else. Also, meat's also a really good source of heme iron um, where yeah. you... Um, so why you do know, I need enchiladas so badly? Can you answer me that question? Well, what uh, is it... This, what am I lacking? That's that's because your body can't create cheese. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do, Greg? It's your, true. Your cheese levels that's become true. extremely low, and there's no create, way around it. You have to. So replete, I have to supplement it. You have with to a, supplement with it enchilada. with enchiladas. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's and 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 I also have uh, on good uh, good authority for Megan that you can't produce chicken either. I can't produce certainly not breaded chicken. But not, yeah. <laughs> breaded chicken. That's where the chicken parm comes in. <laughs> I think there's B12 in that. There's B12. So, yeah. 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 But that's a, no, that's a good, that's a very good question. I mean, there are clearly vegetarian societies that really don't, you know, mm -hmm. do much in the way of, of meat eating and they must, they manage somehow. They do it. Yeah. They're okay. You know, they, so if you're out there and it. you know, yeah, send us, send a, us, send us a, an email, you know? an email or like, like, something like Harry Thompson did. Yeah. God bless you, Harry. You're the, you're the only uh, email that uh, he yeah. actually he actually will post on our, our Facebook page too, which is very exciting. So we have a fan. So he's the chair of the of the of the, the Smithies. The Smithies. The Smithies. Yeah. And we don't have we don't have anyone who's t taken up the mantle for the, for the the uh, the regulators. And, the I, regulators. and my my goal well, is Ma for the Megan. podcast to do well. Everybody to <laughs> Megan's, so, Megan's a regulator. She might be a regulator, but I don't know if she's she's charging forward, forward and championing to, 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 to yeah. But we grow the podcast, we grow our fan base, and then eventually we have them fight. We have, oh, oh okay, a yeah, death match. I think that that would yeah. be, that's, now the podcast has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we could do, we could rent the Brown University hockey rink and just lay lots of medieval weapons on the ground and just open up each of the, the doors. I may have and, mentioned uh, this before, but at work we have a giant conference table. Uh, big square conference table and whenever people don't get along or the people are in disagreement I'm like that's it you two strip down your underwear get on the table first guy off loses <laughs> right that's it yep so that's, that's how that's how I'd like to see disputes yeah. settled uh, yeah absolutely or at the very least arm wrestling pink Himalayan salt
Yeah. With avocado oil. Okay. So a friend of mine at work went to a place. She, oh, what is she? This call is it? giving me heartburn. Just uh, talking about this. She had is a name. Me. She had a name for this kind of a thing. It was hipster uh, food. It was hipster food. She had a couple of couple of interesting names, but I'll try to come up with it later. But it was they were chips, potato chips. Yeah, pink Himalayan salt and avocado oil. So I said, "What does it taste like?" Potato chip. Yeah. Does it taste like a potato chip? No, 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 no. You can taste the Himalayas. You can taste the Himalayas. It tastes like you the Himalayas. The, you can taste the Sherpas. It tastes like a yak. Oh, <laughs> it's so. Anyway, so the, the, we're it's back. Yak flavor. We're back to this, you know, crazy. It's like the, the the place in Bob's Burgers, the the snooty food store, Fig Jam. Fig Jam. Yeah, right. we need to get. The, he had to get the black, the, uh, the Korean, black, the Korean black garlic. The black garlic. That's yeah. right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, um, so you know, if you're I, if if you're out there. And you can explain to us. Now, okay, so let me ask you. We'll go back. We've been doing a lot of science today. Yeah. So <clears throat> salt is a mineral. Yeah, right. Pink, Sodium chloride. So, all right. Thank you. Yeah. That's salt. Yeah. Pink Himalayan salt. What's that? It's not salt. No. <laughs> no, it's likely salt with impurities in it that make it pink. There's probably some other, you know, yak, material in yak it. Piss. There, there, it could be yak piss, could be uh, Sherpa, whatever. Yes. I, 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 I don't know. It's but, Sherpa piss. Yeah. See, that's, it's, it's funny that's, that's what makes it it's, Sherpa Well, piss. I, I don't know. But, but here, you know, it's funny. When I see all this Himalayan salt, I'm like, you know, they got to be mining this stuff in the Himalayas, which is which means that the Himalayas now have an export. All right. They have, they, they're selling something. This is great. They, the economy's going to be doing better because we're all mining Himalayan salt out of them. I mean, that's great. I don't know what the Himalayas normally produce other than Yetis but and, and Buddhists. But now that you talk about carbon footprint, right? <laughs> so I, I got, I got salt in the Himalayas and I've got salt. I don't know. Where, where does salt come? Where does like mines. Morton, I know it comes from mines. It comes from mines. Where does Morton salt, like your I mundane salt. Utah or something, you know. It's, right. It's, yeah. But we got to ship it from the Himalayas because it's, we want it to be pink. Yeah, because you can taste the pink. You can taste the the pink Himalayan. And I, I, I look. I don't know. I noticed that it works. Someone had a grinder with pink Himalayans. Did I touch it? No. I I got my iodized salt in the little packet and I put that on my whatever because I don't want to mess with my salt. You know how I feel about salt. Oh yeah. You know how <laughs> I feel very about dependent salt. on your salt. I you know yeah. there's no. I'm not messing with that. So I as I mean you know again I, I when you leave, I get it. We've said this before. When you leave the pub. Yeah. And uh, Susan takes your. Yeah, your plate away. The there salt. is this plate-shaped, the salt halo. kind of <laughs> place, uh, an oval with no salt, and then just this yeah. kind of haze. It, of, imagine, or, imagine the oval is the black hole, and the salt of the stars getting sucked into the black hole. Yeah, it creates you, you kind create, of. A, it's beautiful. It's quite it's, beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it it's, is quite beautiful. <laughs> Greg, not Greg. Uh, um, I'm Greg. You're Greg. Uh, the other day, Jeff. Jeff was like, he was like, you hit me with it, Doc. You hit me with it. <laughs> Pouring it onto my cheese fries. <laughs> you, you, you really, we need to. We yeah, need to. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, some uh, kind oh, of a shield. No. Uh, what's the name of that? It's a Gallagher. It's like I've been at a Gallagher concert. Oh, you had to, you, or a Gore concert, oh, between, Gore, which you mentioned Gore, earlier. Yeah. 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 So wow, uh, Gal that's pro Gallagher might be our oldest, our oldest reference. Gallagher? If you don't know who Gallagher is, yeah, look up Gallagher the comedian on on YouTube and and uh, and be disappointed. <laughs> be disappointed. <laughs> it's like Carrot Top. Carrot Top is another Carrot one. Top yeah. prop yeah. comedy. Pro it's prop comedy. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Uh, we learned a lot today, Tyler. 
Didn't we? It was a very educational. Very podcast educational. Uh, you you BS'd your way through some science topics. That Big you know, BS that you know a little bit about uh, the. Uh, the, uh, well, you, heat, heat, and heat and cold. You knew. You well, that, knew your that, stuff. That's you know your stuff without. Yeah. The, it's the human diet. I think you bluffed. Little, you bluffed your way through a little bit. A little bit of bluffing. Yeah, we're gonna get a lot of angry email from people who are like the well, human diet is not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Well, that's I all right. Can, we can take it. That's right. We're tough. We're tough. We can we're take tough. it. Uh, we also talked about uh, landlord stories, right? And uh, pink salt. Pink salt, pink salt, pink salt. Taste, yeah. You can taste the pink. You can taste whatever, whatever that pink is. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to taste the pink. We, yeah, we could. We could ask. No, uh, a, I don't want to taste the pink. Want I want that to be clear. Do you want to taste? I want to be clear. No, I want to taste the stink. So, uh, and we we got an, uh, an email from a uh, from, from our uh, good fr- our uh, good friend Harry I know, Thompson. I think we're gonna quantify him as a super fan. He's he is a he's, he's our, a he is our super a, fan. He's a super yeah. fan. And uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, I think that's it. We we did a, we did, we did well today. I think it's a, it was a good one. I think we did yeah. well. And uh, keep listening. And um, oh, I have a landlord story. You do. Quick. Okay. I had a landlord who, when people would move out of his house, yeah, uh, out of his uh, the apartments that he owned, he owned lots of apartments. This is on Federal Hill on the in Providence. Uh, when the apartment was empty, he'd take the toilet out. Ooh, what? Because it was damaged? No, 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 no. As he would show the the apartment to people, if he liked you or thought that you were somebody he wanted to rent to, right? He would explain, "Oh, the toilet's out for repair. We're going to get it replaced." <laughs> right? Okay. If so he what didn't saying? like you, if he yeah. thought that you weren't somebody he wanted to rent, he'd go, uh, "It's you're welcome to take it, but you got to provide your own toilet." <laughs> provide your own toilet. That's just that's really right? kind of a deal breaker for that's, lots of people. You know, it's just, it would it's be like, for me. I'm like, what the hell? Where am I supposed to get a toilet from? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, so that was that's how he filtered out uh, yeah. who he wanted that's, in or who we didn't want it in his it's probably highly illegal yeah but uh, he, he did it so um that, that's it so anyway uh, enjoy uh i hope you enjoy the podcast uh tell your friends and family and we'll talk to you guys next week this has been another episode of pretend to imagine for questions or comments please email us at podcast at pretend to imagine.com follow us on facebook and twitter at pretend to imagine and visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. And give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.